Welcome back to the Recovery Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a grateful recovering alcoholic and stroke survivor. Today, I want to talk about self-talk and the inner chatter that shapes our perception of reality. At times, I can be at war with myself. This was a part of this morning's sobriety topic in the meeting, and it really resonated with me. I often find myself caught in this internal battle. Um, It's fascinating to me how we can feel both inward defeat and victories solely based on the conversations we have with ourselves in our minds. You know what I mean? Um, I can just create these imaginary, you know, self-inflicted goals, self-inflicted timelines, all, and, and then I either achieve them or I don't, and then I feel like this defeat or this victory, and really, I was the only one playing the game, you know? And in sobriety, we talk about spiritual fitness and being, quote unquote, on the beam. So go to your go to your meetings, like go to your sobriety meetings, call your sponsor and read the literature to stay on the beam. That's what a lot of people say. But what does it mean to be on the beam in the context of my stroke recovery? Um, This is what I was thinking about this morning because I didn't feel good this morning. I felt very poopy is what I call it. I felt um, just, I was feeling self-pity this morning. And so I wanted to think about how does this stay on the beam idea parallel with my with my stroke recovery like the 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 parallel between the sobriety program and and what I've been working for my stroke recovery program to me being on the beam is represented by how easy it is to quiet the chatter or control the things I tell myself on any given day And it's obvious to me that this self-talk is affected by things like, um, have I meditated today? Did I attend a sobriety meeting this morning? Did I attend a support group for stroke recovery today? Do I have an upcoming doctor's appointment that might be causing me stress? Am I stressed out about something else? Am I worried about my kids? Am I worried about my mom? You know, my mom's leaving for Hawaii tomorrow. Am I stressed about her um, getting through the airport and getting herself to Hawaii? Uh, my brother's there waiting for her. Um, and my dad, am I worried about my dad? He's been on this like international cruise. Like there are so many things that I am constantly thinking about in my head. And these factors, among an infinite amount of others, influence my self-talk and the chatter I have in my head. Um, this morning, I, I felt shitty, you know, like my head hurt. 
And it, I felt that way right when I got up. It's like a hangover feeling. That's what I've been feeling the past couple of days. Um, I've been, it, I, it's from the neuropsychiatric evaluation uh, appointment that I had a couple of days ago. And it just takes time for all of that stimulation that I was exposed to, to, um, to like settle down in my head so that I don't feel like I just got off a roller coaster like 10 times. Um, so I've been waiting for that psychiatric evaluation for at least two months. And with Christmas coming, I hadn't been able to like fully wrap myself around the normal excitement that I usually feel for Christmas. And I was feeling a little sad this morning and I what I was thinking in my head was I barely got to buy Christmas presents because I couldn't shop online because I can't scroll or anything. I did get to go to the mall with my niece and her friend for an afternoon to participate in some Christmas gift buying, but it felt terrible. Like I felt terrible. I thought I was going to fall over while I was there. So, you know, I mean, that'll suck the fun right out of things. And it's taken me all month to decorate for Christmas. Um, I even backed out of putting out, putting up all the lights outside. So with this self-pity chatter in my head, things that are normal, like my mom going to Hawaii to be with my brother for Christmas... Um, it hits me a little harder. Like it's a little sadder for me. It's, she normally spends Christmas with him. Um, it's just what, what she does now. And, and I think that we all, I love it. I love knowing that she's with him for Christmas. I think that she has, they all have a wonderful time, but this year I'm feeling sorry for myself. So something normal, like my mom going to be with my brother for Christmas, is hitting me sideways. You know, it's hitting me at a different angle than it normally does. So my perception of reality is really based on my self-talk. That is a result of whatever is going on in my life um, at any given time. And I've come to realize that my perception of my life is is different most of the time. I mean, you know, my it has a spin on it, right? My my perception of the world around me ho- always has this this slight spin on it depending on what I'm thinking. And so how different is it? How different is my perception of what's going on around me? How different is it from reality of what's going on around me? And in what direction does my self-talk lean? Is it leaning towards positivity or does it sometimes veer into negativity? And lately, I almost feel like my thinker is broken. You know, this feeling was exacerbated by my visit to the neuropsychiatrist. And I just feel like I can't seem to think as clearly as I used to 
usually do, what, however you want to phrase it, used to makes it sound like it's going to be permanent. So I can't like think as clearly. I can't think as deeply. Um, the, in a way, it's almost like it's taken away that edge that typically is where my anxiety starts because I do think of things so much deeper and longer that it causes anxiety. And now I feel like I just, my thinker doesn't go that deep. Like I just can't seem to wrap my head around concepts or anything. I'm just like floating on the surface. It's, I feel dumb. That's what I feel like. I laugh at it, but it's, that's what I feel like. And that's what I felt like when I was in that neuropsychiatric evaluation. And especially when my head and my vision have been triggered and are aggravated like they've been this week, it's just even worse. And that's, that's how I've been feeling. Um, so this morning I just woke up and, and the topic was, you know, the topic always seems to be exactly what I need to hear. And it was about like being at war with yourself. So, so that's kind of what I'm feeling like. So what am I doing about it? Um, so I wanted to take what it was that I'm thinking and why I'm thinking it and, and what seems to be causing it and, and try to help another person who may feel the same way. Like, instead of sinking into this pit of depression, the best thing I can do is try to resolve the problem and then share about it in my podcast. So um, it's kind of makes me accountable for what's going on in my life. So what did I do about it? That's, that's what I'm, I'm going to answer for you now. So um, when I woke up this morning, I went to my 7am meeting. And um, after the meeting, it started sinking in even more that I was just not I was poopy. And so I thought, well, what do you do? What do you do in sobriety? So I reached out to four people. I sent three people a text and I called one person. The person I called didn't answer. Um, but the three people that I texted did respond. And, um, and I'll get to what they said to me in just a second. So um, another thing that I did was I got dressed. And this seems really simple, but it has a profound impact on my day. Because even though I'm not spending the day out in the world, I'm spending the day with me. So I need to feel good. And I love picking out outfits I always have. Um, so the next thing I did after I got dressed was I turned on Christmas music and I wrapped presents and I baked naan. And uh, it turned out pretty good, actually. It was a test, but I'll bake it again and I think do a little better this time. But it, it was pretty good. And... So just because the Christmas spirit didn't ignite on its own this year doesn't mean that I can't keep pushing that starter button to see if it catches. So um, so that's what I did as far as my time by myself. 
But these four people that I reached out to this morning, um, they were all like, it's almost like they had their finger on the pulse, just waiting to help me. Um, one of them suggested that I do yoga today. And that was such a good suggestion. Unfortunately, I didn't get around to it. <laughs> because I was doing all of my wrapping and my making non but um, but yoga was an amazing suggestion. And I need to uh, probably do some yoga fit it in over the next day or so because I think my back could use it. Another person that I reached out to one of the one of the four said, it's okay to feel this way. Sometimes you can't be upbeat and positive all the damn time. <laughs> because she knows that I'm typically pretty perky. And um, it just feels icky. You know, I responded to her, I'm like, it feels so icky to feel like this. I don't like it. That's why I like to be upbeat and positive. So but she reminded me that it's okay. Like it's not I don't need to beat myself up for not feeling super crazy perky uh, all the time. And the third one said, your feelings are valid. And that was really important to hear also that. um, So in all what I if I put all that together, it means it's okay to feel how you're feeling. It's valid. You have a valid reason to feel that way. Just start moving. That's what I heard. And so that's what I did. I had started to move. I That's when I put my feet on the floor and I went and got dressed and got my stay, day started. And because that fourth person didn't answer the phone, that's why I reach out to multiple people. Um, it doesn't matter who, who it was. You know, I was... Uh, I had a whole bunch of people in my head of who to who to send messages to, and I sent to the first uh, three that I had at the top of my text. So, um, and it worked, and it it let me know that I wasn't alone. And I actually got a text later on um, in the day somebody checking in and just saying how's your day going and that was it and that was just really nice to know that I wasn't by myself so another thing that I thought was interesting I've discovered that there are people out there who don't seem to have constant chatter like I do and that is totally intriguing to me I would love to spend time with someone like that and just ask them throughout the day. So what are you thinking now? <laughs> How about now? What are you thinking now? Because it, like there are people who just are like, I'm honestly, I'm not thinking about anything. <laughs> I wish I could feel that way, but I don't. I'm constantly thinking of something and I can always like tell you whether it's good or bad. I'm never like neutral. It seems like, you know, I may think about that a little more tomorrow and tell you, but I'm either thinking, I feel like I'm usually either thinking something encouraging or discouraging, one of the two. I don't know that I sit around thinking about factual things (laughs) very often, and I think that the people who don't have that constant chatter, uh, it seems like they're more... um, thinking about factual things a lot. So I don't know if I don't know if that makes sense or anything. But uh, it's just something I was thinking about. I'd love to be able to like, 
just walk with somebody all day and and see what what is a day in the life of your brain (laughs) if you don't have constant chatter like me so for being on the beam um I think that being on the beam represents a place where joy and reality merge together. It's a place that I strive for in both sobriety and stroke recovery. And it's where my self-talk actually aligns with the world around me and creates a harmony and a balance within me. So acknowledging today that my self-talk is a powerful force that shapes my reality is a step towards continuing to mold it and continuing to keep it in the forefront as something that, um, that I can work on, you know, something that I can just know. Sometimes I think I'm talking to myself and I don't even know I'm talking to myself. Interestingly enough, when I had my stroke, I was talking to myself and that's how I knew I was having a stroke because the words that were coming out of my mouth were not the words I was thinking, like it didn't come out right out of my mouth. So um, take it from me, it's actually very healthy to talk to yourself. So that's what I have for you today. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Recovery Daily Podcast. And um, for those of you who have been reaching out to me lately, thank you. It's so nice and encouraging to know that you um, are finding the podcast very helpful. And please reach out to me anytime. It's also helpful to me to, um, to build the community and have a network. So thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.